we're putting God first and believing that he's going to help us accomplish our impossible goals. I'm Melody Bateman. I'm a running coach, and I believe in letting the real you out. I'm Tracy Robbins King, and I'm a creation coach. I am enthusiastic about helping people make incremental progress. And we're three peas in pod as we're entrepreneurs, runners, and podcasters. So there's going to be a lot of nerding out. Episodes drop Monday. Woo woo. Welcome back to the 52 Weeks Podcast. Uh, today, I, Tracy King, will be leading out and Steph and Melody are here. We're going to be talking about music. Ba-dum-ching! Yeah, so it's going to be great. And I'm going to start off with, uh, I invited Steph and Melody and myself to think about three artists that we've utilized or listened to throughout our lives and specifically um, just how they've influenced us. So how has music influenced our life? But the one question that's really coming to my mind and I would like you guys to also think about throughout this episode is this question, which is what is one moment with music you will never forget? So what is one moment with music that you'll never forget? And um, so that is sort of the direction we're gonna go today. And I think before we move on, before we talk about music, though, I do want us to do celebrations. So things that we can talk about from this past week um, that we're excited about that we were able to, um, yeah, just any celebration that we had in the past week. So um, who wants to start? I can start. Okay. Melody, you sound really quiet. Ah, darn it. My headphones is that any better that's better yeah okay i'm gonna hold it like this my bluetooth headphones were dying so i had to switch to my old school headphones anyways so my uh victory this week was going to well back up i decided to completely rearrange my training schedule this year and focus on spartan races so i moved around a lot of races, canceled a few races and signed up for some Spartan races. And my first one is July 9th. And I attended my first Spartan class last night and climbed lots of ropes, carried sandbags, did monkey bars through spears. And uh, I'm super sore and super happy and super excited. That is so exciting, Melody. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you both for your support with this. Seriously, uh, you guys are a big reason that I decided to do this. So you guys are awesome. Well, and I just love that once you decide to do something, you shift gears and you act really fast. Like I think a lot of times people are like, oh, that sounds nice. Maybe I'll do it. But but when you decide that you want to do something, you act on it. And I love that, like, you got a professional who coaches Spartan races. And even though you're a coach, it would be easy for you to be like, I can just do this myself, but it's a new realm that you haven't done. And so I I just admire that about you. Thank you. Taking massive action. Like, that is what Melody did once she decided, which is just amazing. Thank you. It's kind of funny. Jacob and I were talking about it. Because I've always been that way where um, once I do make up my mind, I do just jump all in. And I think sometimes from the outside looking in, I look really impulsive. Um, But the thing is, this is something that I've been chewing on for like a year and a half. So it's just funny how like most, I don't know, I can be impulsive. But with big decisions, it does take me a long time. But then once I do decide, then then I jump in, so. Yeah, I this scripture just came to me because yesterday I was reading in Chronicles and I think this is, I actually don't have the reference because I just took a screenshot of this, but I think it's First Chronicles chapter 23 or somewhere around there, but it says, arise therefore and be doing and the Lord be with thee. And I just think that is like such oh. like when you when you think about it, you know, rise therefore and be doing and the Lord be with you. So what scripture is that again? 
Uh, it's in First Chronicles somewhere. Chat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find it. You will find it. If you put a rise there for and be doing, you will definitely find it. <laughs> what about you, Steph? So I think a big celebration um, this week was just spending time with family. My sister, it was her wedding shower. And it's fun to see, like, just everyone sort of, like, pitch in with that. I didn't pitch in as much with that, but I'm doing, like, the bachelorette party next week. So it's sort of like we all have our own little things that we're over. Um, but it was just fun to celebrate her. And she is someone that's very humble and doesn't love the spotlight. And so, I don't know, it was just a lot of fun to be with our good family and friends. And I know that's a different type of celebration, but when you brought up celebration, I'm like, that was the big thing that stood out in my mind of what I enjoyed from this last week. That's awesome. Congratulations, Cass. That's so exciting. No, and it's cool to see how they're just the... They're a really good, compatible couple, like, and they already got their place, and so they're organizing it, and they'll, like, just last night she was FaceTiming me, showing me that she put the shower gifts away and how she put it away. So it's just sort of fun to see their organization and their excitement for this next phase of life. Aww, that is so exciting. Also, I think spending time with family is a huge celebration. I think that should be celebrated because that's one of the most important things on this earth, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's a lot more celebration to come because I feel like this next month is all like my friends are getting married. My One of my good friends is getting married and then Cassie. And so it's like every weekend is like a shower, a bachelorette, a wedding, but it will be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's so wonderful. Uh, and also just like, yeah, the celebration, even like letting her have the spotlight, right? When she doesn't love it, but then that's something She doesn't that. love it. Like, it was so, but it was fun. And I thought it was so cute because, so my sister Cammie played this game. It was like Jeopardy. And the winners, she had these pictures of um, my future brother-in-law from when he was younger. And she had him sign him. And I just thought it was so cute that that's what people got. Like, and he, like, signed him, like, stay cool or your number one fan and stuff. And so I was like, I'm keeping this. Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. I love it. Okay, so I I think I'll launch into our conversation about music. So specifically. Wait, what was your celebration? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my celebration. I forgot. Um, oh, that's such a great question. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? What is the celebration? Uh, I think it was also, I'm going to go with your stuff in regards to seeing family. So this past weekend, David and I went up to, uh, up to Rexburg, Idaho to go see his um, grandma. And she's just not, she's got, I think her brain is very alert, but she's not moving her body. She refuses to move. And so she's just naturally decaying, right? Like you, if you don't move, you're not, your body atrophies, right? And so it breaks down. And so being able to see her and spend time with her was really good. And then of course, being able to see his, we got to see a lot of David's cousins and I've become friends with them. I just love them all. And then I went and um, saw David's aunt and uncle who's reported on their mission in Nauvoo. And David and I went and saw them in Nauvoo back in March. And so we got to see them report on their mission. And they are very musical, like talking about music, they are a very musical family. So David's, David's father had a band with all of his brothers, basically, except the very youngest, they were all in a band together. And they all have like this musical gift and especially in Uncle Barry's family who was coming back from his mission, he loves music and he sings a lot in his family and all his girls sing music, like all of them pl play and his son too, like all of them sing and play music um, and are very musical people. And it's just kind of fun to participate in that and see their talents and gifts. And so, yeah, that was that, that was definitely like a, a win from this past week. And I, yeah, so that's what I'm gonna say was my win as well. 
And then um, regarding music, so I this past week, I went and saw Ben Rector. So that's kind of why I made the decision about music this week is because I got to go see Ben Rector. And Ben Rector, I'm even trying to figure out like how I discovered him, but I think it's through a song on the radio. I actually found Ben Rector. And then I like just sort of started to listen to all his music and I found different songs that were really influential. And the reason why Ben Rector, I love him is because he's not, he's not an elitist in any way. Ben Rector is very like authentic and real. And I feel like he's just one of those people who sings about normal life. And there's this song called Crazy. And he talks about how like what they did for crazy was get appetizers at the restaurant, right? Like that was crazy. And so I just think that's so relatable, right? Like there's just parts of what he sings that I like relate to, right? Like he's like, I don't know how you all like function when you don't get any sleep. You guys talk about like staying up all night. Like I, how do you function, right? So I just feel like he's kind of like the realist and it just is so great. It's like a refreshing breath of like, yeah, just a breath of fresh air. And so I had such a great time at this concert. It was at the Sandy Amphitheater and it really was his whole, his whole, like this tour is called the joy of music. And it really was like just a joy. So um, that's the artist that I'm going to first start off with. And then I'm going to like shift to somebody else. So Melody or Steph, what do you guys want to talk about? Like, like our artists? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Steph. Um, no, I was just meaning put the, your thing up because we can't hear oh. you. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Um, I can start. So one of the... Well, the very first artist that came to my head for this challenge was uh, Don Williams. I don't know if either of you have heard of him. Most people haven't heard of him. He's like a super, super oldies country guy. And to be honest, I don't know all of his music. There's a few songs that I really, really like. And I recognize his voice anytime a song comes on. He has so many albums, so many songs. But the reason that he is special to me is because he is my dad's favorite artist. And we would listen to Don Williams every time we went camping. And um, so for me, Don Williams kinda, he just represents family and his songs are very pure and holy and Christ-like. And he just, he sings about family and he sings about love and he sings about nature and all of his music is just very um, calm and mellow and mild. And I've never been a big fan of really crazy loud music. I'm, I'm kind of sensitive to sounds and um, I've never liked music that has a lot of instruments and a lot of stuff going on. I like really simple music where I can pick out every single instrument and that is Don Williams for you. It, basically, all of his music is him and his guitar, and that is my favorite. Um, and also, just when I listen to Don Williams, I just it just is like flashback to the past of going camping with my family and and riding up the canyon in Dad's Bronco. So that's why I love him. You know, as you were talking about like the memories of family, that's. Um the Carpenter's Christmas album. Like that to me is memories of family, right? Like I've never listened to the Carpenters, but every Christmas I know every single song on their Christmas album. And it doesn't feel like Christmas unless I'm listening to it. Oh, I love that. So there are those artists that just like resonate and it's like all these family memory memories. Yeah, I have a similar, just with you, Steph, like saying that I, that triggers a memory recall for me. So I have, there's, there's three, like the Muppets Christmas Carol, the Muppets Christmas Carol, that music, that CD, we used to play it. It was on the rotation. We had one of those five oh, yeah. <laughs> um, players and it would be on the rotation. So that, that one along with, and I know every word of that album, like of the Muppet Christmas Carol, I know every single word and I love it. Like, 
I love it. And people are always like, where did that song come from or whatever it may be? And I'm like, it's the Muppet Christmas Carol. How do you not know that song? Just kidding. Anyway, but the Muppet Christmas Carol is a big one. And then um, Amy Grant, her Christmas yes. song. Like that's another classic mm-hmm. family go-to. Um, and I think that, yeah, anyway, Amy Grant Christmas is a big one for me as well. So those two albums in regards to Christmas music are like what come to my mind. For my well, and isn't it interesting? Cause back in the day with CDs, like as you were talking about that five disc, like, I mean, that was like our family too. It was in the speaker system and like those were like the CDs, right? And I feel like with CDs, you, like you were limited. Like now we can listen to whatever we want, right? But you really got to know a CD really well um, back in the day, so. It would just rotate through. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, so Steph, do you wanna do your artist? We'll just rotate like through our artists. Um, so I have two artists that I've always loved. In my youth, I loved Weezer. That was like my favorite. And I like was so obsessed that it became like my music that I didn't touch unless I was having a bad day or a good or really good day. It was like sacred music to me. <laughs> but then I just stopped listening to them as much because I like put such emphasis on that. Um, but nowadays I love Andy Grammer and I think that Andy and Ben are similar in the sense like Andy's whole album is about joy too. And they're just like people sharing and a lot of their songs are like affirmations, you know, and I was impressed with Andy because I went to his concert. I didn't really know who he was and he was like, Hey, I don't have anything to do tonight. If you, you guys want to come up and meet me, like, I'll be here. And I was like, who does that? You know, like, I mean, he had his big hit on the radio, like, Honey, I'm Good. And now his concerts are a little bit bigger. But I like that he chooses small venues because I feel like he likes to have that I that closeness. I'm sure he could go do Vivint and be fine, you know, but... um he just chooses the small venues and he's just um really down to earth and i uh, one of my favorite moments from this last concert that i I feel super lucky because he's coming to sandy amphitheater got tickets for that but he came in february and one of his songs he wrote a love song to himself because during covid um he realized like some of his issues with not being able to tour and his therapist was like you need to love yourself like even if you can't tour so he wrote this love song called i love you and he um like he told the audience he's like for the next three minutes i want you to sing this to yourself and it was so cool to see these because he's he's gotten really big on tiktok so there's a lot of kids that follow him there were like so many tweens there and i was surrounded by all these like teenage boys for some reason that were like 12 13 and just seeing them mouth the words of like i love you i don't tell you enough like um it was really powerful um so that's my experience with mr grammar yeah i remember when steph came back from that like the the polos after that and because it just was like i feel like his concerts are like a motivational speech that's amazing you make me want to go to an andy grammar concert so bad steph you were on such a high (laughs) that concert i mean i just i feel like he gives a good concert i waited for an hour in the snow just to see him so you know wow Hashtag Andy Grammer, right? <laughs> so I was going to do my second artist. This person is Sherry Call, and she is from my childhood. Like, um, she is the person who I think was, um, wow, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of emotional because, uh, I think that she was really critical during a time in my life where I didn't have a really strong foundation of who I was. And she's saying she was like 
She's a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and she sang a song called Beautiful. And she would sing like, it's what you do that makes you beautiful. It's who you are that makes like, anyway, she, she talked, there's this song called Beautiful. And she would talk about how like, you know, it's who you are from the inside that matters. And I think like, I would listen to that song and I would, I would sing it over and over. Uh, I, I just think like, it's super powerful to have somebody's words that they've written be in your mind to like remind you of who you are. And um, there were several songs that she she produced and she wrote and uh, I would go to all of her local concerts. Like I would go see Sherry call over and uh, she really did like have a profound influence on my, on my life and there were people who i think like she was maybe considered like too cheesy for them right but for me like she really spoke to me and it was i would go to efy and on she was on those efy albums that <clears throat> one in particular and so i like looked her up and then i got other cds by her and i would just like listen to to sherry call and uh, as time went on i would follow kind of where she was in the next album and things and so i just think about like the power of a of being somebody who does have that talent and uses it and grows that talent because people are people have the potential to know your the words you sing you created and to like sing those words in their mind and is it good is it a good message right and so just how much that can really because music sticks in my head, right? It gets stuck in my head. And then like words come back to me later in my life. And I feel like her music would come to me. Like God could use her music to remind me of things about me. So that's one of, that's my next artist. You're up, Melody. Tracy, that, I love what you said, that she leaned into her talents and developed her talents and like how it affected you and imagine all the other people it affected. And that just inspires me to, we've been talking about this over Marco. It inspires me to really dive into like, what are my strengths and my weaknesses and how can I lean into my strengths and how can I use my talents to help other people? I really like that. My next artist is Okay, you guys, I'm kind of embarrassed to say this, but at the same time, not ashamed at all. Taylor Swift. Okay. Oh, I love Taylor Swift. I love her and I will never deny it. And uh, all of her albums, most of them, all of them. Some <laughs> I like more than others. But anyways, her first couple albums, those ones are like my childhood. And when I think about Taylor Swift, I think about junior high, like beginning high school melody. And I think about cleaning my room and putting on my Taylor Swift CD and singing to all of her songs. I think about singing along to Taylor Swift with my family. Yes, my, my dad would sing with us too. Everyone knew all the words to all of her songs, right? And I'm not a concert goer. Don't like loud noise, don't like lots of people. I'm kind of a grandma. But the only concert I've ever been to is the Taylor Swift Speak Now concert. And my dad surprised me and my little sister with the tickets. And that was a really special moment for us. I remember I just hopped out of the shower. I had a towel wrapped around me, had a towel on my head. And, and dad's like, hey, you guys, come here. I, I have something. And he pulled out the Taylor Swift tickets. And me and my sister, we were screaming and crying. And... It was such a big deal for us. We curled our hair like Taylor Swift. We both bought Taylor Swift t-shirts. And it was just me, Ashley, and my dad, downtown Salt Lake, and it was so fun. That was also the first night I got a Charlie horse from standing all night long. But anyways, it just was so fun. And uh, to this day, I love going back and listening to that music. And I love her new music too. I feel like it's cool that Taylor Swift has music from I feel like every moment of my life, her, mm -hmm. her beginning music, and I'm sure so many people can, can relate to this, but her beginning music takes me back to, you know, junior high melody. Her recent music takes me back. Isn't it crazy how music can take you back? It's so crazy how music can take you back. Like there's songs that I was listening to during 
during certain runs and that song will come back on and it takes me right back to that run right back to that moment when i listen to that song and i can see what's around me what a powerful way to remember things too so anyways that's my second artist well and i think the thing that i love about taylor is she captures sometimes songs that people don't like i love on her lover lover album and on there the song like i forgot that you existed and it's not like a you're like mad at the person and you're super heartbroken but it's just like that is a natural part of dating where you wake up and you're like oh yeah i haven't thought about this person i forgot they existed and so i feel like she covers everything um and i've actually i would love to go to a taylor swift concert even though they're a pretty penny um i just think that she's such a great entertainer and i think she's a master marketer i don't know if you guys have seen but what she's done with instagram and she's always leaving these easter eggs like i really like to look at taylor Swift stuff to see how she markets and i know she has a team but i also feel like she has her swifties are so devoted to her and before she releases a music video she just does these like little clips like she's just a master marketer oh she's brilliant she is she is you guys let's all go to a taylor swift concert yes i am totally down uh not to like just about to, to piggyback on this but my third artist is taylor swift really <laughs> right but it's because like taylor swift in a way i was trying to think about like people who have influenced me you know a lot and i was like if i'm just honest like Taylor Swift has, has, is she's kind of like the iconic millennial generation. Taylor Swift has had a, a huge impact on my generation and on the generation below me. But I think some people kind of have this love hate relationship with Taylor. And I, I personally just think she sings she, her, some of her lyrics are just so good. You cannot deny it. Oh, totally. deny it. And I feel like, there's certain songs like to this day, if anyone plays 22, like I love that song. Yes. I, I love that song. And uh, there's just, just certain songs that I think, wow, she, she's really a genius at what she does. And I think she's where she is for good reason. And I think she takes good care of her, her fans. And I, I think she is a master entertainer, like you said, and I watched her Netflix special. Have you guys ever saw her? Yeah. Her tour. Mm -hmm. um, but like, I don't know. I just, she's she's got some good stuff going on. So that's mine. Melody, you can go. I mean, sorry, Steph, not Melody. Cause Steph is like an artist. Um, I just looked up if she's touring, but there's nothing on her site about tour so we'll have to stay the thing is with her is her tickets sell out so fast that it's like i need to put it like a, a notification on my instagram for taylor swift so that i can stay updated with everything so yeah we gotta stay on top because that just got me excited to go to i mean i know her concerts are like hundreds of dollars but to me i feel like to be able to go once would be totally worth I would it totally go I'm serious, guys. That would be awesome. Right? So, um... Bucket list right here. The 52 Weeks Podcast bucket list. Seriously, <laughs> though. I would love that. Um, I would say that my last artist um, would be... Um, so, I, do you guys know who Eric Hutchinson is? I've heard of him. So, years ago... I started listening to him on Pandora, and so I have this whole Eric Hutchinson um, station, and I couldn't tell you what he looks like. I don't know anything about him, but his music, like, I know every single song of his, until I discovered Andy Grammer. Andy, like, sort of took the place of Eric, um, but his music is just um, very, like, calm, um, just like good vibes, right? And so he would be my other one because it's like, and I think that's why I love Andy so much now too, because I'll just be like, Alexa, Andy. And then she plays my Andy playlist. And so like, 
it's associated with like cleaning my room, washing my dishes, you know, all my everyday tasks. And that was like Eric um, of just, and especially when I had roommates, it was like calm enough music that I could put on and um, still get stuff done because I couldn't hear them, but have it in the background. It was sort of like my background calm music. Love it. I'm looking up these artists. I'm looking up Sherry Call and Eric Hud Hutchinson. Hutchinson. I'm gonna look them up. Yeah, that. he um his music. I mean, like if you guys do Pandora, I know a lot of people are Spotify, but I just love Pandora. Look up his Pandora station because it's just it's a lot of artists like him and um and so like it's interesting that he's never someone that I've gone to a concert of I really could not pick him out of a lineup of celebrities. I have no clue what he looks like, but I just sort of discovered him um, a couple years ago. I, I mean, it's probably been like, I would say eight years and just would listen to him all the time. That's awesome. I'm excited to listen to your people, you guys. Hey, Melody. Oh, Melody, will you put a Yeah, we're up? really struggling hearing you. Sorry, guys. I'll make sure my headphones are charged next time. <laughs> I was saying, um, I'm excited to listen to your guys' people. I'm excited to listen to Sherry Call. And did I don't know if you heard that part. That I, that I looked up Sherry Call and Eric. And I'm going to listen to them today. And I'm excited. Did you guys ever make like a CD or a playlist for your crush? No. I was I'm a, a late bloomer in life and <laughs> CDs were not around anymore by the time I had crushes. But. <laughs> for me, I was like, I for sure like burned the whole burning CDs for each other. Like I I did that. I think I, I may have done it for, I don't know if I actually did it. I did it more for my friends than I did it for like a love interest. Okay. I just feel like I remember doing that a couple of times and I just felt like that was such an intimate thing to do to like make someone a playlist. And I think listening to music that anyways, music is just powerful. Listening to music that other people listen to and it like means a lot to them. I feel like it can be so intimate, you know? Um, okay. So do you want me to do my third? Okay. I couldn't decide between Carrie Underwood and Brad Paisley for my third one. So I'm just gonna put them equally there. Um, they're just, they're artists where I know every single one of their songs. I know every single word to every song. I think uh, Carrie Underwood was always kind of my woman crush and she still kind of is. And I just kind of want to be her. And Brad Paisley, he writes the most amazing love songs. I like the most real love songs ever. Like he has a love song called Toothbrush and you guys should look it up. It's so cute. I don't know if you guys like country music. I feel like you guys do, um, but it's the cutest song ever. He just talks about how there's one toothbrush and then there's two toothbrushes and then you have a kid and then there's three toothbrushes and so cute. And um, yeah, and also just like they take me back to my childhood and I had this one Brad Paisley CD it was one of his earlier ones and it was when I was in college and I, I remember I was driving to Wolf Creek it's a spot that I camp with my family every year I was driving up there for the first time all by myself and I felt so grown up and independent and I was in college now and I put in my Brad Paisley CD and I rolled down the windows and I sang it like 15 times on the way there and I was just so cool and driving to the mountains and Anyways, just lots and lots of good memories with Carrie Underwood and Brad Paisley. I just looked up the toothbrush song, and I love how it says, Love starts with a toothbrush, a Bic razor, and a Dixie cup. A little splash of aftershave before you leave for that first date. That's cute! That's so cute! It gives me butterflies. That is so cute. Oh, so. his lyrics are just phenomenal. I think he's one of the greatest artists of all time. Well, I'm excited to listen to him. I'm not a huge country fan, but there are those songs that I, like, love. Like, I love the getting drunk on a plane song. I just love the beat to that. And the um, Red Solo Cup. 
So, you know, all the songs about drinking. (laughs) Um, I, so does he sing the one about like, about the time my, my arm falls asleep. So like about the time you fall asleep, so does my right arm. Is that Brad Paisley? Yes. Oh, I love that line. I think about that line because it is so true. Like that is like David's life. I finally fall asleep and his arm is asleep and he's trying to move it, you know, and. I just see it's like real life it's real love you know yeah yeah I love that oh so fun um okay so I did want to tell you guys about one song I know I mentioned Sherry Call but there's this song called she wrote an album and there's this song called he gives flowers to everyone and it was kind of the whole story about like the song about how she didn't you know when she watched all her other friends get married and she didn't get married and just like how he gives flowers to everyone uh not just the mothers and the wives and it was just such a beautiful song and i think like for a long time um that song became like sort of an anthem right like god remembers all his children and he he like anyway his tender mercies are for everyone so um I just, that's one of the song that came back to me when you were at specifically talking about music. So, um, or the specific songs, right. That you've, you've heard from specific artists. So, um, I just looked up that song and it's like, she didn't try to catch the bouquet. She knows it's not her turn and it's okay. Like, um, and then he, yeah, I like that. He gives flowers to everyone, not just the girlfriends or the brides. He sees the beauty deep inside and gives flowers to everyone. Oh. Yeah. That's like a good song. The radio anymore. <laughs> I know. Question. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just like you gotta and I think sometimes I hear certain songs and I'm like, whoa guys, that was not appropriate, you know, like from my child like things that I did sing with my friends, but that I'm like, wow guys. It was not an appropriate song, but it's fine. We really liked the beat of that song. And I think I knew that, right? Even as a young, I was kind of sensitive. Like I knew and things, I remember when um, the musical, why can't I think of this musical that's super famous? High that, School Musical, one, two, and three. Oh no. <laughs> We're all in this yeah. together. <laughs> no, it's not that one, but it's, uh, Anyway, something else that's going to come to me, uh, Greece. Oh, and like, there are some super Greece. inappropriate parts about Greece. I don't know if you guys like, anyway, it's so inappropriate. And there's parts where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so like sketchy. And even as a, a terrible storyline, right? <laughs> and I also, even as a 12 year old girl, I'd be like, mom, like th- there's some bad parts in Greece. <laughs> she was kind of like, oh, well. <laughs> But I mean, my mom is pretty sensitive too, but she just was like, it's what it is. But I remember even being like at a young age, kind of being aware of it. So it's kind of interesting. And other times where I'm like, it doesn't matter. So anyway, guys, if you do look up Ben Rector though, I do want to like give him a shout out to my man, Ben Rector. Like I love him so much. And one of his, in his most recent album, there's a call, there's a song called Sunday with Snoop Dogg. It is such a fun song. It is so fun. Um, and I love that song so much. And then there's a few others, but the one that like I most had, like I had, so my most recent experience, you know, how I told you guys about memories, specifically that question about, um, what is one moment when, with music that you'll never forget? And I feel like we kind of incorporated that into this whole conversation, but I'm going to share this, 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 ah, I am going to share this specific moment. So I had a really hard time reading. I've been reading the Old Testament, right? And I've been reading about King, I read about King David, and then I read about King Solomon. And King Solomon is known as a, like, he had a time of peace in the history of the children of Israel and like of, of the house of Israel. And specifically, David was like war. He was a, he was a war king. So David killed a lot, had lots of war in his time but and that's why he actually was not allowed to build the temple the so that's why it's solomon's temple is because the lord actually said king david you don't get to build the temple and he didn't tell him why initially but eventually david found out that the lord revealed to him that it was because he was a war he was a a a king of war and that his son 
would be a king of peace and that he wanted the temple to be to be built during a time of peace and so king solomon ended up building the temple and he is known as like a king of peace anyway solomon ends up actually being led astray from god even though he sees god face to face and builds this temple and all this stuff he actually gets led away led away by his wives and concubines and he eventually like worships false gods and when i found this out i was in the temple and i was so mad i had was reading about it in the celestial room and i was so ticked off about <laughs> king solomon i left that temple room like in a huff i was just so mad and so i got into my i went out of the the um temple and into my mind came the lyrics of ben rector again so cool that god speaks through music but um into my mind came those words like i had to give up my old heroes like anyway there's a song called heroes from his most new recent album and it's like i had to give them all away like i miss my old heroes i had to give them all away and i specifically think this song is so profound because growing up we think certain people are like the perfect people or like they're just they're the, they're all and then we find out that they got divorced and had this problem and did it and not even that that means that they're bad it's just that i think life is very different than what we think it's going to be and their lives were different than what they thought their lives were going to be and sometimes we're like wait but you were my hero like how could these things happen anyway so one of the things was i feel like king solomon in my head had been built up to be this hero and then he fell from like this place where I thought he shouldn't fall from, right? Like, I was like, no. And I feel like God in that moment was like, the only people, the only hero is Jesus. Like he came and he lived a perfect life and like he fulfilled his mission, right? And it was like this, he pointed me in a strange way, but he used King Solomon to point me back to, the, to Jesus Christ. And it was this really cool moment in my life where I was like, wow, God just pointed me back to a savior, like to my savior to remind me. And of course, I think we all have heroes and that's great. And they're, and some of them keep it, whatever maybe. But like, and I think God wants that to be the case too. But I think he knows that like those people can fall. We're all viable to fall and that that's part of it. That's part of the experience. Like that's important part of it. And that's why there is a savior, right? Anyway. So that was my most recent experience with music. And I felt like it was super profound. So when I heard Ben sing it in the stadium, I was like tears, you know, it was powerful. So. Well, what I love from that is that I, I think that it shows that people that aren't, I mean, I want to categorize Ben Rector as a spiritual composer right like he's happy uplifting music but just how how music that maybe is worldly i guess you think that like sherry call that would be your like go-to but i love that i love that um god can speak to us through all types of music no and i was thinking first of all thanks for sharing that tracy that made me think a lot about who my heroes are and i think we all have had that experience of having heroes and then recognizing that oh wow like you've done you're not perfect you know and that's that's really really hard but then learning to love them um despite their imperfections and imperfect people can still be your heroes right look at look at what these people went through and look at how they turned out you know but um uh, what what you were saying, Steph, I was just thinking about hymns. When when you said that God speaks to us through music, I was like, oh, that's that's why we sing hymns in church. But to be totally honest, I'm not a big fan of hymns. And I never really have been. I, I have always kind of struggled because I'm like, hymns are so boring. These are so boring to me. And I, I used to tell my parents, I was like, one day when I create my own world, we're going to sing country music in church. And um, I've always thought maybe this is just the kind of music that, that God likes. So this is the kind of music he's He's asked us to sing. And, and, and don't get me wrong, like I definitely have had powerful experiences when listening to hymns and, and singing hymns. But I, I like that you don't always have to listen to a hymn 
to feel the spirit. There's there's lots and lots of good music out there that isn't hymns, you know. I relate to that. Melody, I've always thought like if in my other life, whatever life that was, just kidding, in my other life, I've always thought that if I did, if God didn't send me to be like here on earth at this time with the circumstances in which I've been given, that I would have been a preacher. I would have gone to seminary school and that I would have become a preacher and that I would have had a band in my church. And like that, that is truly one of the things I, I think is that God would have been like, I want to, I want to praise and hallelujah church, you know, like that's something I've always like <laughs> wired about other Christian faiths. It's kind of interesting. I can totally see you as that like preacher hallelujah. I can just see you up there in front of everyone just feeling the music. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, you guys, this is the last, oh, did anyone else want to share anything about a moment in with music? I had a moment that I thought of for the challenge. I'll share it quickly because I know we're getting close here. Um, my moment was my dad used to have this karaoke machine and he would invite me and all my little siblings come and sit on the floor in his office and he would sing in his karaoke machine. And I just, uh, looking back at that, I'm like, I, it's so funny. It's so funny. At the time I was like, oh, this is just what dad does. But now I'm like, that is so funny. He just got all of his kids in to watch him sing. And he he always sang this song called Let Them Be Little. And to this day, I cannot listen to that song unless I'm ready to ball like a baby. It's just about watching your kids grow up. And as a kid, my dad would sing that to us. And I would just sit on the floor and cry. And um, just a really special memory of listening to dad sing Let Them Be Little. So that was my music memory. I love that. That is tender. <laughs> <laughs> and that is awesome that he took advantage of his captive audience. <laughs> right. It's so funny. And especially like, like if you knew my dad, it just, it just makes it funnier. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> Shout out to dad. I love you. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, goals for this. So just as a review from last week, uh, Steph was make it through hell week, which you make did. Through. Yeah. Uh, do you want to share anything else about that? We have had in the past 10 days, 306 people come through our building, most of them real estate agents. So it just was a lot of mingling, but it was also a lot of a lot of fun. But it's just a lot of events so it was tiring and i didn't have opportunities to get the rest of my work done so i'm not like creating a specific goal this week because i just have to get caught up with work and then next week i can go back to focusing on other goals for other areas of my life but it felt good yesterday because i worked from home and then afterwards i just like cleaned up my stuff went grocery shopping so i feel all organized where like definitely Sunday, it looked like a tornado went through. And isn't that crazy of like when you really don't have balance? Cause there were some nights that I came home at 11 or midnight. And when you don't have balance, it's like everything in life goes, so. Yeah, it gives you a lot of empathy for people in different circumstances too. Like that's the way. Yeah. yeah. And then Melody, you had to figure out massage schedule. Did that happen? It did happen. It did. So I, what I ended up doing was, I feel like this is crazy because I was like, oh, these eight hour shifts are too much. I actually added another shift. So I'm working another day now, but I actually feel really good about that. So. Awesome. That's so great. So is it another eight hour day or did you split up your time? It's so it's going to be a four hour day. So it's just a four hour shift. And then I have two eight hour days and, and then doing pine tree running coaching on top of that. But I've, I've been just trying to figure out the right balance of working and rest time. And I've realized that I've had too much time at home. I've had too much time to myself and 
when I started working here, I noticed that my energy, actually, I don't know about my energy levels, but my mood, my mood was happier. It, it has felt good to get out of the house and do something. And even though I don't, I definitely don't want to go every single time. And it's anyways, it's been good for me. I feel like I'm starting to figure out that balance. It's awesome. That's so great. Um, for myself, mine was to plan my next event, which I actually have. So I've, well, I'm, it's pending, but like my location is low is pending right now, but I requested the location. I'm waiting for it to be approved. Um, and then I actually have the plan, but I'm, I'm a little bit in my head right now about it. So I'm trying to be like, okay, you can make the next leap. So um, I do have it planned sort of right now. Like I know who I'm directing it to. I have a date, I have a time, but now I have to start actually promoting it. And that part is something that I'm resisting tremendously. So anyway, and then, um, so I, I think anyway, for this next week, what, And then I am going to plan my next event. Wait, Tracy, I I was gone. Yeah, I think that's exactly where I got cut off. Okay. Yeah. So I'll I'll start again. Wait, I'm not logged in yet. So oh, oh, I can't okay. see if it's recording. It's recording. On our side it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's I see. So that. interesting. Recording. See my battery's low, but it's plugged in. Okay, hurry and just finish because it it it's going to die okay. again. I just was saying that I'm going to plan, keep on planning the next event and working on that. That's mine. It's the continuation of last week. So everyone, thanks so much for joining us and Melody and Steph. Happy 52 weeks. Everyone who's listening, your invitation is to reflect on music and how it's had a powerful influence and maybe share that information with somebody else so that you can reminisce and feel the power of music in your life. And of course, listen to music that lifts you up and reminds you of your humanness and of God's love and of all the good things that life provides. And sometimes the sad things too. It's good.